take a dollar out Didn't know, I still ain't found it out And if I do, it's probably too late to dot them out I'm not about all that tough God bravado We don't brag about the dirt we done, that's just the motto Motto Right. 
done.
Culture Tape. forget who you were beneath it.
graduated. Class of 010, but she doing what her friends do, trying to fit in. Every other week, picking up a new trend. Steady looking for a man or a party to attend. Lifestyle adventurous, she barely ever sleeps. And she thinks she's overweight, so she throws up what she eats. You tell her that she's cute, she gets rosy at the cheeks. But she goes along with anything and never really thinks. Says, life stinks, so she threw away her plans. Now she want to find a boyfriend that plays in the band. Chemicals in her hair, fake nails in her hand. Think her skin is too pale, getting spray on tans. She'll be up in class, busy studying her books. But instead, she in the mirror, always worried about her looks. Pretty in every way, from her hair to her foot. So I tell her what it say on the hood. Life. Everybody lost hope for her. That there should have been an eye opener. Started messing with the dude that's selling dope to her. He used drugs as leverage, so why sober her? And he hit her yesterday in the car. Told her leave her run away real far. Said you good, you just take it way too far. And honestly, you pretty just the way you are. Monday morning. Fresh. Man. Well done, Monk. That was definitely a dope uh, EP, man. You know what I'm saying? I can't even say my mom. She's all fucked up. Yeah. Um, well, so, like, so you can, that's Monday morning. You can get that on Spotify, Apple Music, um, all the streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to be coming out with any videos for this project? Yeah, buddy. I got a short film coming soon. I'm, oh, we're going to be dropping that pretty soon. Mm-hmm. You know me, man. I'm like a, a random ass person, so I like to just like pop up with shit. Right. I mean, pop up with gifts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Every now and then and shit. Right. Pop up with gifts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Come bearing gifts. Any shows or anything coming up or Um shows, yes, March seventh. <coughs> March seventh with Watershed. Watershed yes. with Cheyenne G. Mm-hmm. Baghead, Omi the Homie. Mm-hmm. Uh some other people too. Miles. Miles. That's Miles his, Davis. His, his show. Um, Got a shout out to Miles. Miles Davis. <laughs> Miles shout Davis, out Miles man. Davis, man. Yeah, I mean, um at that hotel, 12th? Utah. The twelfth. 12th uh, at SF State. And then we're also at Bottom of the Hill. Nah, that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. No. Right, that's all good. Sorry. But, uh... <laughs> 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 Maybe we'll be there someday, though. Hopefully. 
Whatever true. You know It's nothing But yeah man it's a, it, Man we got always got Some shows on deck yeah, You know yeah. what I mean Y'all y'all stay tuned to that You know what I mean This week These next upcoming weeks We'll be have a lot of shit Going on Hell yeah, yeah. Definitely um, shed and, and in the Shed album too man Oh uh, yeah to get into this bro Yeah the Shed yeah. album Hell yeah New singles New Who knows man It might be some visuals More videos More songs More videos It might more be everything. single Dropping soon Who knows man Y'all just stay tuned To what we doing man Cause we gonna have A lot of fucking music A lot of good shit For y'all man Hell yeah. Well, Monk, thanks for coming, bro. Uh, yeah. Old Soul Radio, Chai. Uh, peace, peace. Thanks, for, thanks, Monk, for coming. And the end the project, because the show's done. Oh, bro. And thanks for listening, everybody. I'm in the zone proceeding towards the pinnacle As well as my inner glow I'm feeling like Duke, my mood indigo Here we go, that old rigmarole Massive lies to pacify And straight pigeonhole Above the nebula, we connect with everyone You and all your blasphemous hazardous Misinformation can't separate You just catching up See my reflection is the essence of perfection Live forever and perform the return to burn ganja Holla at my brother Queasy, get another song Man, done. building, making it matter Doing it all for the children For generations to come Until then, we gon' keep it solid Doing all that we can So I'm speak up from the heart I politic with my fam Now we provide the music and start to expand And it's part of the plan To harvest the manpower Now and never, so we down for whatever And we bouncing together See how we count this yeah, attack with each breath, battle to live, never forget what to make peace I forgive. Hit the spliff and we build, stick to the script. Shit, I was born to be real. California, we chill, but it's still many, so I'm fading off the gin. I play the game to win, won't fake a snake a friend. Walk straight, not phased by your ignorance. Ways of the mystic, we gifted, raised on resistance. Yeah, I blaze with a vengeance while I'm making my entrance. And my taste is expensive, so I'm breaking these bitches. But what it is, this industry biz market. Just a friend again in the big parties Don't get me started We on a mission to bring that raw feel back though But I spit like real kush when wrapped in tobacco So you can feel the hair rush You'll never say it in vain Don't ever play any games cause you can get done We build it, making it matter Doing it all for the children For generations to come Until then we gon' keep it solid Doing all that we can So I'm speaking from the heart I politic with my fam Now we provide the music and start to expand And it's part of the plan To harvest the man now we're never so we down for whatever And we bouncing together See how we down this shutter
platform With made bags black like Daddy Jaguar I played the bag like I was blackball uh, Clapping the fall like Tony up in Club Babylon I'm like a new dawn magic wand Y'all niggas rapping wrong I had the long mink jacket I had to laugh it all That shit niggas had on was half off Fuck all the back and forth I blast for sport Dragon Newport Got one or two plugs Pies of true boys Where I'm from niggas shoot you for cool points All I gotta do is point You get two in your fly Puma joint With the tool boy Make beautiful noise Blue some coins, y'all niggas null and void I was always a playboy Look at mama's baby boy, I'm out here making noise Breaking holes, playing with toys, he got poised But still the shit is not by force, it's by choice I just caught a break. I could fuck your whole day. She do what I fucking say. 
the screen. I just got a couple mix. I'm a motherfucking king. I quick to go pimp on the hole. Put something big in the throat. This how the shit gonna go. I'm not with the rhythm of roll. I'm dipping the pole. Watch for the dip in the roll. This was a different approach. I'm switching the poles. Oh, I'm switching the poles. Oh, 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 oh.
Good night from Old Soul Radio. See you next Sunday. Peace, 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 peace. Your life and make it more beautiful. Don't forget Turlock Carnegie Arts Center also is involved. The galleries with changing art exhibitions, music, theater, film, poetry, and more. Creative classes for children and adults. Gift shop featuring works by local artisans. Unique facility rentals for special occasions. Great membership benefits located in historic downtown Turlock. You can get more information by calling at 209-632-5761. Stop by their location at 250 North Broadway in Turlock, California. Or email for information at carnegieartsturlock.org. Another nonprofit. They do have Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Check them out.
To the Common Thread Collective here at MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco. We're at the corner of 21st and Florida Streets here in the Mission District. We hope you come down and join us. We're going to have a really interesting afternoon. We usually do. But this afternoon in particular is going to be of interest, of, of social import in, in a sp- very specific way because um, Tuesday, June 5th, which is just a couple days from now, is going to be the um, primary election in California for the U.S. House of Representatives for the uh, governor's seat for a lieutenant governor. There's many different positions that are on the California ballot um, here on June 5th um, that will help determine who the two final candidates will be in the November general election. So 
Um, we're going to have, we, we are currently welcoming Dave's out there uh, shimmying around, shuffling around the house here at Mutiny Radio and uh, saying hi to all of our guests and friends who come down to be part of that candidate forum. We've got Ryan Kojaste, who's uh, a candidate for District 12. We've got Shahid Buttar and also Barry Hermanson. Um, and Barry is part of the Green Party. So it's going to be an interesting afternoon here at Mutiny Radio on the Common Thread Collective as we uh, jump into uh, the, com- the campaigns of these three gentlemen who are hoping to unseat the incumbent Nancy Pelosi, who has been in the House of Representatives since 1987. So, uh, you know, politics are always a, a little bit uh, confounding, maybe a little bit dirty, and uh, certainly often a bit confusing. But you know what? I'm going to play this song that we like to play at the beginning of every show, and it's Ooby Doobie Whitaker, and he's letting us know, don't worry, everything's going to be all right. Sit there 
It's all right, folks, because we're here at Mutiny Radio. It's an exciting day. Hey, Diamond Dave. Hey, it is an exciting day. This is our last day until the big day of the elections. Those who already voted, those who already uh, voted, there are those who got their, uh, their, 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 their papers to vote in the mail. Please bring it in. To, you can bring it in either to your local polling, polling place and come vote. Cause, uh, because there's a lot happening here. And I just happen to have, and we'll be talking to her, a, a candidate for mayor on the ballot. Something new to me, but something really special. Hey, Michelle Bravo. Hey there. How are you? Well, considering everything, it's, considering everything, it's a beautiful day. Absolutely. Uh, don't panic. It's organic. On the balance, the balance of life, uh, I'm doing fine. Wonderful. And we got John, we play a movie, and there's John. We did. We've got John Rodano, who I'm glad showed up today, as we're as we're still do, taking it down to the wire for the Tuesday election, um, because John always has something important to share with us in his music and his words. So thank you, John, for being here and take it away, my friend. So I'm gonna do a song my wife Vicky Leidner wrote. She wrote this song the day after that uh, election, and it called it Post-Election Acute Depression Blues. After the inauguration, she changed it to Post-Election Chronic Depression Blues. And now last week, she's telling me she wants to change it to Post-Election Homicidal Depression Blues. And I told her that's good. She's starting to think about doing something about it. So, you know. Post-election chronic depression Post-election chronic depression Swamp from the new White House. Can't drain a swamp from the new White House. 
are sad sheets. I like to pee outdoors. coffee. Hang on, Carl. Sounds great. That was oh. a good theme song. Oh, that was a, some good theme song. <laughs> that theme song is courtesy of Carl. Carl, thanks for the courtesy. Ah, gracias, gracias to you, my friend. Carl, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with, with? Spiegelman and Carl. Welcome, listeners. Uh, you might be listening to us live as we broadcast live every Sunday, 5 o'clock Eastern Time, 2 p.m., Pacific Standard Time uh, on muniradio.fm. You can find our podcast drops every Sunday afternoon unless there's something it horrible. It drops? Yeah. It <laughs> drops on the street. Uh, We're so cool. I used the verb right. You did. Yeah, I'm like, uh, get shorty. Uh, I'm like on the musical, <laughs> the Be Cool, the sequel. So you can uh, go to iTunes, you can go to mutinyradio.fm, and look for us. We are listed by our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. And if you use those initials, you can find us on Twitter and our own YouTube channel. But go to our blog spot. Okay, you got a pencil? Let's watch a full Length movie on youtube.blogspot.com. And that's our. We rap about we rap about movies. We talk about the films we see, and you can. The idea of this podcast is that we're going to watch a movie on YouTube with you, uh, and we want you to watch it and listen to this podcast at the same time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And these are movies that I've read about or I knew about, and I never had the opportunity to see them. But now they're on YouTube, so we can all see them. We don't have to read about them. I'm with the concept. Carl, what's the movie today? This movie is so great. This movie is Joysticks, and it's 1983. Uh. It is... In your search engine, you'll, in YouTube, you'll put in no space. J-O-Y-S-T-I-C-K... 1983. Do you spell joysticks with a space, Carl? Is it an open compound word for you? I would spell joystick sticks with a space. Yes, but 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 this movie did not. They they didn't have time for a space. <laughs> All right. There was a working title to this film. Something really dumb. I'll find it in my notes. All right. So, uh, which channel? Here it uh, is. Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, no, please. Video please. Madness. That was the working title when they were shooting it. They were like, we're doing Video Madness. All right, Video Madness. Come on. Video Madness, take two. <laughs> but then it sounded like some better. bad SCTV uh, sketch from like two, quarter to two in the morning. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> Well, how, how will people know this is about guys' penises? So, uh, <laughs> this movie is hosted on which channel? Okay, so there's two choices. When you search for um, joysticks, no space, 1983, you will come up first with um, something. It's, it, the uploader is Glyph 
Switson, G L I S S. I can't make this S W I T S O N. Glissen. Glissen and Glissen. But there's a better version. Not so much better. So if you want to stick with this one, it's fine. It's it's like four or five down, and it's B H O O P U. That's the uploader. B H O O P U. Let me find that. D H. Bahupu. D H. Wait a minute. Wait, it's um, uh, it's boy haupt, octopus octopus penis umbrella. <laughs> like nobody's ever seen a penis umbrella before. Oh, I I use a penis umbrella. It's like a drink. You take a little cocktail drink umbrella and you just stick it right in your mm-hmm. your pee pee hole. It's, it's not painful at all. You know, I don't no, see this version. Don't. I see a version for, that's been viewed two Golf? million times, and it's Dana Vinci. I don't. You see, see a different version. What is it called? Uh, Dano Vinci. Okay, Two million um, times? I don't have experience with that one. Okay, no, so let's let's do your version. Go ahead and spell the channel, and we're going to type it in. Okay, I think the better one is B-H-O-O-P-U. Boy, haupt, yeah. octopus, octopus, pussy, undressing. All right, <laughs> I'm going to go search for that. Uh, it's H-O-O-P-U. All right, hang on. It's I gotta, um, oh. clearly Hindu, Hindi. All right. I see one subscriber, one video. Um, it says 4,001 views, correct? Well, I'm looking. <laughs> All right, hang on. Let me try this one. Okay. That's the welcome video. Am I close? Uh, I, I don't yeah, joystick. Okay. I see joystick. Joystick right. comedy joystick. full movie. Comedy full movie. Okay, all right. So there we go. So I, I, okay, I don't not plural audience. Sorry, I got you. Not all right. So this version we're not seeing. It's not plural. It's not the version that's been viewed two million times, but it is a version. Right. So go click on that and click pause. Right when you see the star, the the sunny clouds, meaning another quality movie is coming your way. Yeah. Yeah. Quality movie with clouds, blue clouds. Okay, so we got Joystick Comedy, full movie, 2017. This is courtesy of the channel Boo uh, Poo, B-H-O-O-P-U. Yeah. Wow, with boy helped octopus, octopus, pussy underground. Uh, pussy underground, better, that's better. Pussy underwear. That's better. I'm killing it. Uh, all right, so we're going to go play. Do you, do you need to do the computer now, Paul? Tweet that out, all right. So why don't we have Paul do the countdown for us? Oh, Paul's here. Great. Hey, Paul. Carl. What's happening, buddy? <laughs> what's happening, my man? All right. Here we go, folks. Get your finger a hovering. And want to do a countdown from three, two, one. Play. Uh, that was perfect. He's great, isn't he? He has a radio voice. It's the thing. Yeah, he has a voice for hey, radio. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> How much is he? Is he expensive? But, uh, uh, so we're watching Donovici. See, Donovici was the other channel. Kick. They just took the other the uh, posting from the other channel. The other channel goes straight into the video game. It doesn't do all this. Uh, oh, this is very important. Part of the experience. Look, a roll of film could look like an F and a J or a tie. Jensen Farley Pictures. Jensen Farley. Jensen. <laughs> Call me by my first name. Farley. That's too Farley. 
Benson's gone too farly. All right, pole position. I recognize this game. Right away, I have to tell you, and especially the audience, all these games are real. It's not yeah. some movie bullshit. That's yeah. one of the great things about this film. You're going to see Pac-Man and That's Super Pac-Man. We're watching Moon Patrol right now. These are real video oh, Don games. Baker. Oh, uh, that's Galaxian. That is uh, the one with the crazy joystick. Oh, so now, look to... at her hair, okay. Mike. Yes. She is, I mean, 19, late 1970s was yesterday to this year, right? Right, so, 1983. I'll, I'll accept that. She is a leftover, even though she's a young Fender. one. That hair, that attitude. Uh, uh, um, workout clothes are on, right? Right. She's the wrong 70s for this movie. This is 83. Well, she's a California girl, Centipede. Bingo. You know, so that's... It was shot all in L.A., by the way. Yeah, so, you know, Carl, I read a lot about this movie, too. I, I saw the poster in 1983 at the our movie house in Montclair, New Jersey. The Wilmot uh-huh. was showing it. And it has a very famous movie poster where it's these two women who are, look like this woman right now. And they're, yes. they're grabbing the joysticks of a video arcade machine. And unbeknownst to them, in the change booth, there's a little guy sticking his head out <laughs> looking at their muffs. Dorfa. Dorfa. You know what? This movie should be gay. Right? Joysticks. And then instead of these two women in shorts, they'll just be these guys with big cocks. And the guy's like glory hole, like length anyway, in that poster. <laughs> It's backwards glory hole. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to see the. Now look, that face. is the flat. That is the fat slob character of this. He's like a video game expert who maintains the key to the arcade, and his name is Jonathan Andrew McDorfus. Uh huh. In the movie, and they call him Dorfus, like Doofus. Oh, I see. But you have to really know that. Graydon Clark, this guy is incredible. He made three the movies movie expert. this year. Yeah, he directed this movie, but he directed Joe Don Baker in a parody of Psycho called Wacko, and then he did a serious crime film with Joe Don, and they did it in like two years. This is like the third movie he's done with him. Beautiful. This is what California looks like. This movie was shot in like 13 days or three weeks, depending on which internet version you believe. This is like a nerd character. Uh, His name is uh, Eugene Broby. He's played by a guy named Leaf Green, which I always thought was funny because, like, it sounds yeah, like green leaves, green. you know. He needs to smoke a couple green leaves to uh, sit to this movie. Leafy Green. I gotta tell you something. He does a good job as a nerd, Mike, but you can tell he's not really a nerd. He, he's he, pretending. He's like a jock uh, acting, a jock actor. That's the problem mm-hmm. with jock actors is that you can tell when they play nerds, there's a little bit of jock in them. Uh oh. They're showing the boobies. These are 70s. They're taking My nerd braid is exploding. They just pulled them down. Those are like 22 year old. I'll say. Mike, I want to say something about the day. You saw how petite those boobs were, right? Uh You know, if that was shot in 2017, 2018, it would have been the nicest racket cans that you could buy. It would be very taunt and tan, I'm sure. Nothing but perfection. Okay, so Keep talking, girl. this scene right here was shot without a permit, without any permission. Okay? And they're just on the street doing this in L.A. And roll them. And cars would come by and go around. Okay, now, girls. I don't have too much time. So what's happened is these girls have, have found out that he works at the arcade. He's Wait, like, the uh, video game arcade? 
an employee there. So he's picking, oh my God, the actor's touching the actual nipples. He's touching their nipples. He really is. Yeah. No, I'm glad I wasn't the director of this film because I would have fucked it up. I would have made horn sounds. <laughs> Ahuga. You would have been like, okay, now I want you to touch her nipple and say, oh, it must be cold. And say it must be cold every time you reference her nipples. And go. <laughs> it must be cold. Okay, we got you. All right. He's in his face. Okay, now, what they did is they talked to themselves privately, and they're like, listen, let's just give this nerd a free ride for a little while. And, you know, he'll let us into the arcade. We can be close up with the owner. I'll tell you the name later. Stuff like that. Like, you'll get in good at the arcade. By doing what? Showing their boobies and then, like... But yeah, like rubbing up on him. He's the, so he's like, um, they have he's, the street. Hey, he had a nickname for his pee-pee. I should have told you to listen uh, Okay, they got to turn the sound on. Maybe it comes up right now. It's a dumb wind. Took a picture, Polaroid picture. Yes. Oh, look, here comes finally. You see this cop? That's real. Oh, yeah, they The cop came and they gave him, like, kiss ass star treatment. Hey, hey, my man! Everyone gave him an autograph. And he let him keep filming. Wow, his pink uh, pants. So, alright, so this movie is mentioned in a couple films. Books. There's a great book called Punk Rock Movies, which talks about every film that has punk rockers in it, and they talk right. about Surf Two a lot. And they actually interviewed the uh, the villain in this movie, King Vidiot, who is of course a punk rocker with his team of punk rockers. And that actor himself is actually Napoleon Dynamite. I read an interview with him recently in Shock uh, Cinema. John Lagos. Really? Yeah, he's the creepy uncle. And, uh, Wow, look at this. Oh, wait, okay, I'm so sorry. I thought you meant Napoleon Dynamite himself. No, yeah, it's yeah. creepy uncle, right. Right, the uncle. He's the punk, yeah. I don't think... John... He's good, he's good. Yeah. Play me. Okay, I gotta tell you for a plot point. On the left there yes. is, like, the daughter of our heavy, of our bad, bad guy, okay? Okay. The bad guy, he's been, like, uh, he's like a pillar of the community and he just hates his daughter being there and he makes a lot of trouble for them. Now you see the guy talking with the thin tie, the thin 80s yeah, tie? Yeah, the thin 80 ties and the thin 80s short sleeve shirt. Yeah. This is our hero and um, he was in Star Trek. I mean, like when I saw his face, that's when I remembered him. Do you remember the scene from Star Trek? Star Trek the TV show and our movie? It's Star Trek the third movie, The Search for Spa. Oh. He was with her in the... You're probably not a geek like me that likes Star Trek so much. No, but I, I see. I really love it, and... I like Star Trek. He was in the transporter Ooh, Wizard room of War or something. Look at that woman playing Wizard of War. I've never seen a woman play Wizard of War before. That's <laughs> a two-player game. Look, she's totally nerding out on him. The nerd-recognized nerd. Right, and he's got no pants on, you know, yeah. got, they got ripped off. So a nerd walks into a bar pantsless. Now, uh, our hero here, he's the head of the arcade while his grandfather is gone, okay? What's with the malt, malt shop behind them? What? There's like a 1950s malt shop. Like, that's what I didn't it's, notice that. Uh, it's not a bar. By the way, this arcade is not a real place. They made it in yeah. a warehouse. No, I, I read that uh, in, the, in their interviews. That, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and you'll see exterior shots of the arcade, um, especially a lot of them with our punk hero yeah. and uh, or bad guy. And um, look, see how they're rubbing his pee-pee? Right. And look they at, literally are. 
<laughs> well, they could be stunt hands. You hire prostitutes to do those close-up shots because they're used, they're, <laughs> they know what to do. And then you write off now, the prostitutes as a tax expense. Look at him right there. You see him? No, you walk, can walk, tell walk. that he's not really a nerd. Can we, can he's we a address, cool guy in nerd costume. Can we address the elephant in the room? We just had a Pac-Man cutaway, right? With the picture of Pac-Man going. And we watched... Yeah, dozen, you'll see that throughout this entire film. And we've right. seen a dozen footage from a dozen video games. And we see the video games in here. Do you think the producers paid any money or called any... How 80s is that? Oh, he's back to normal. God, the cocaine okay, victim. Now, he, he's about to encounter Dorfus, the one who's in the poster that you were talking about. Oh, yeah. He's the Bluto of uh, joysticks. Look at him. He leaves a right. mess. Oh, he's a fat guy. They're going for gross out here. But he generally looks gross. Excuse me, young man. Would, you've got to stop playing the games. We're dancing in the streets. We covered this song. Dancing in the streets for the six. Yeah, he's acting, Carl. Okay, now this guy is uh, Jim Leaf Greenleaf. Jim Greenleaf. He's a slap, uh, fat slob character. He's a video game expert. So this guy, right? He was first on the Gong Show. He did a skit of like a ping pong match in slow motion, and it got the attention of Norman Lear of all people. And he called him and gave him a, a lead role in the show called All That Glitters. That it was a hit. But huh. you and I know him from Surf too. Oh, do tell. Well, he's one of those gross fat boys. Remember, they were eating yeah. disgusting stuff on the beach. Were they zombies or were they just eating? No, they were the two. They were just eating. They were in zombies. Right. I think it was like uh, sandwiches and yeah. stuff. And well, he's breaking into a Pac-Man machine. That is well, no, he's, he he opened it up and he looked at the technical thing about it. And he's seeing what the sticks. You see. He's like, "What can I stick my dick in?" No. The point is, like, he's a crazy expert with games. So he created Match.com or fucking Facebook too. <laughs> In real life. <laughs> this guy was going to have a great career, but then he got into a car accident. This guy was on Mork and Mindy. Uh, he was on Laverne and Shirley as a regular. He, on, um, Mindy. he started James at 16. Do you remember that show? Yeah, I remember James at 16. That's I'm a little a bit older show. than you. Are you sure you remember? No, it's it was a like 70 years show. Before I'm, your I'm familiar with James. It is, it is before my time, but I know the show. Yeah, so... James at 16 was 1978, in which I was like 12. I definitely was a regular watcher of that show. It was like a first time, you know, something serial, you know. It was interesting. <clears throat> this guy was on it. That's how he started. Huh. He was on Night Shift. You know that movie, Henry Winkler? Oh, of course. That's, uh, oh, look, there's a hot dog between her boobies. And yeah, they're pick just it doing up. another... Gag. See, this is the thing. Like people say, like, oh, when it comes to bad movies, we can't movie riff comedies, or because they're very bad. But I love bad comedies. Only in this world does this exist, right? In real life, yes. remember the time this woman came and she had a hot dog between her tits, and you had to like pull it out in front of all these luring guys. Uh oh, here's the videos. This music is so. Generic. Oh, you know its name, the video, it, video. Yeah, that's right. There he is. This performance is the best. 
This is the most fearless. Now, as you said before, this is John Grise. And in Napoleon Dynamite, he was Uncle Rico. Yeah, right. And he does something completely different in Uncle Rico. Look at him. He's fucking. But, like, he's always been in movies and we just didn't know it. Right. He was in Men in Black as the van driver who was, like, disgusting bugs. And he was in The Rundown as one of the hood. The Rundown. He was in all of the Taken movies. He's been under our nose. Yeah. Well, I think he, like, he kind of had a, a 70s presence. Right? Like he did a. He kind of had what? I, I get him and another actor mixed up, but there's. Uh, I get him. Well, there's James LaGrosse, right? This, I, I don't know, actually. Right. Uh, Here he is. He's Take your position! Start game! Oh, look at it. The, the girls are moving around like Pac Man. Yeah, that's right. And they don't get much other action. That's what those girls get. They, they pretend they always act in unison and they're it's like they're henchmen for him uh-huh but King Vidiot and his mindless henchmen ever hit the video arcade. <laughs> here's our heavy here's our heavy look at Joe, Joe, Joe Don Baker never looks better you know he's a Texan just by looking at him even though he isn't in this movie well he has such a thick accent there's no way so like this guy wasn't ever really in the biggest thing ever. I mean, he established himself as a Western cowboy action star, you know, in the fifth on the TV. But but he, you know, his face because he's been in a million movies. But he was never in that great role. Well, Remember no, I, that? Time? I disagree. I disagree because he was in Walking Tall, right? Walking Tall, right? Two and three. Yeah. The, and he. Yeah, played, he was uh, the big deal in Walking Tall. That kind of was his big break. Yeah. He was a football player beforehand. I'm going to take a guess. I don't think he was a football player, but no. Um, he played Felix. But I don't have my background in front of me about him 100%. Yeah, but he has played Felix. Do you remember Felix from the James Bond movies? The, the cat. No, <laughs> the, yeah, the cat. The wonderful. Do you ever? He's a wonderful. Hey, you know, have you ever tried Felix's bag of tricks? Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> man. I was okay, the, this uh, guy again, yeah. Scott McGinnis. You never saw him on Star Trek? Wait, Ted McGinnis, you said? Scott. Is he the brother of Ted McGinnis who is in Married with Children and Happy Days? Uh, I don't think so. I think so. You mentioned that movie Wacko? Yeah. He was in it. He played Norman Bates. Okay, so there you go. So they, so that's also by the same director and had Joe Don mm-hmm. Baker. Oh, Fat yep. Farted. One time he was on um, Facts of Life. <laughs> he smelled his own fart. Anyway, even though maybe you don't know it, but he played a young lieutenant dubbed as Mr. Adventure by Uhura, you know, when they were in the transfer room in Star Trek Three, And that's what makes it exciting to... Okay, so hang on a second. For me. What an amazing body. Mama, can I have some and she has you know, I think you cut it lettuce once or was a cabbage. Okay, now there's the mom. Um, excuse me, there's the daughter, and she's doing Valley Girl. At least I didn't take them. I think they're dubbed it in. All right, now, Patsy, we have an understanding. You will not go to the arcade again, right? Here we go. Daddy, if I want to go to the arcade, like, I am going to go. Okay. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> okay. No one talks that way. Well, she certainly does go to the arcade every day, and that chafes this guy's ass, and he's going to make trouble for the. I'm watching fat make like a fat sandwich. It's ketchup on something. 
So Scott McLean, this guy, is, I think his brother has to be the actor Ted McLean. So Ted McGinnis Ted McGinnis is an actor who shows up in Happy Days He marries Darcy In Married with Children His last name is like Marcy His last name is Darcy And she became Marcy Darcy Does that ring a bell? No Alright For me, for me I don't know What do I know? He looks exactly the same They look like brothers Okay Nailed it Nailed it Nailed it McGinnis you want me to check for proof fact, fact proof it? Nah, I can't even pronounce say, you call it. You can that shit. He snopes it. Uh-oh, when the vans are knocking. When the vans are yeah, rocking. Yeah, he goes, I put you in charge of official parking lot uh, observer. Go see what you can find and report back to us. But remember, they might not want to be disturbed. But they <laughs> are going to get disturbed. Oh, look at it. They got a big old hole Ooh. in the chat covering. They got a hot tub Ooh. in there? Look at those tits. You see the boobs? Look, she's not mad. No, she doesn't mind. Whoa! I fell into the hot tub. Look at the smile. Did you see the smile? Well, the guy's happy. He's got another able body in this hot tub. What I mean is, you can tell from this, like, it's not a real thing. It's like, okay, roll them. Because if you <laughs> oh, right. fell into your hot tub, you wouldn't be like, Look, oh, this is hilarious. You have a Pac-Man right? wipe into the other scene. Pac-Man goes across the screen. I'm sure Namco mm-hmm. is like, yeah, you can use our character. No problem. Right? Right. You, you can't do that now. You get sued by Pac-Man. Oh, by the way, I was thinking I should take you to the video arcade to my 12-year-old. So I went down to Willowbrook Mall. Oh, of course it's closed. Eight years ago, you know, years and years ago it was closed. Right, it was Fun and Games Video Arcade at, uh, yep, at yep, the yep, Willowbrook yep. Mall. And, it was, you know, it was a golden age because it was a Chuck E. Cheese right outside the mall. So you could hit two arcades, technically. They're showing the picture that they got of him in the car. They're teasing him. They tease him out throughout the whole thing. But look at his face. He's not a nerd. He's a cool kid, and he's got glasses on. <laughs> he put on a wig. Right. Well, he's he's just Jewish, that's all. Now, this game looks good. <laughs> She's looking at free it's tokens. A Pac- it's a Pac-Man ripoff where the like, blue cops are chasing uh, a burglar around a, a maze full of dots. Yeah, listen, let me speak to that. This, film that, this uh, video game that you're seeing here, Absolutely was. They're, oh, by the way, they're playing strip video game. Ha ha. Uh, ha, ha. <laughs> okay. How can they get away with that? <laughs> Will the problem um, not do this? You know, the blonde is very small in the chest area, yeah. but she's well for it. She looks like a little doll. A Barbie, Barbie doll. <laughs> right. Of course, Mike, I know you're a pig like me. Okay, let me speak to yes. this game. I just want to say that this is 100% a Pac-Man ripoff. Right. But it was a real game of the day, and Pac-Man is 100% featured in this game. You know the uh, this film. You know the company Midway? They right. made Pac-Man in the United States. That's right. Do you know? Yes. Okay. They were completely partners with uh, this Graydon Clark, and... They, they, he licensed the image of Pac-Man, no and they were way. like, "Fine, have it for dirt cheap because we want you to do it." And they, this great on Clark said, "Listen, do you have a game that's coming out because we can feature it in the movie, Which and then everyone will get hyped about it and buy it?" Which they do. Yeah, two games. The main one is called Satan's Hollow, and Which, we'll see yeah. it like in a like. 
I dare you to go against me. If I win, you get the arcade. If you lose, we close. Or Satan's you Hollow know. is basically like a Space Invaders game where you have a ship in the bottom of the screen and you have to shoot above. <laughs> what are we watching? Hello. And then uh, <laughs> um, we're watching nice a, a time before pornography in your on your telephone. That's what we're watching. You have uh-huh. to go to the movies to see this stuff. Yeah, Ted's brother has got two ladies back to back on him. <laughs> what about the video game contest? Ted's brother. Ted's we brother. don't even know that. Scott. Uh, hey, what is Pluto pouring into the uh, Love Shack? It's Some type um, of gas. like a fire. Actually, it's a it's a um, a fire extinguisher. But they're saying like, oh, it's a fire, and the alarm's going off. Um, <laughs> they they're putting it in there like a kind of prank. You yeah. Know? Uh, oh, and they <laughs> run out of. The- <laughs> and there is. Look, you see, they ran into the bad guy's arms, and then they took a picture of him as uh, if he was part of the madness down at the video arcade. I they, need that Polaroid. That Polaroid give you that, took. Give me that Polaroid. Give me that. Okay, so here comes the daughter to distract him. Oh, I like the daughter. And he's like, I told you never to come in here again. Okay, this is the external of the arcade, but it's really the warehouse. Now, that guy was in Stripes. Do you recognize his face from yeah, Stripes? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think it was Drifter. What was his name? Oh. Let me see. I must have it here. Dean Stockwell. Oh, Cruiser. In Stripes, his name was Cruiser. But the thing is, you see him here, and he's his young self, and you see stripes in him. But if you saw his face as an older person, you know, you would know his face from movies, too. He was in Jurassic Park 3 as Cooper. He was in Miami Vice as yeah. a regular. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. That yeah. so weird. I With really... an old person's face. No, I've seen this movie a couple times, and I always thought they just ripped off Pac-Man without paying for it. So it amazes me that they fucking handed it over to them to this movie. Yeah. You consider the year. They know what's under their bread. Um, yeah. This want... one here is... Uh, this one here is 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 John Boldstadt. He was in Forrest Gump. He was in Leprechaun. He was a regular on Newhart. He wasn't Stripes. Also, huh. he was in Charlie's Angels series. Chico and the Man. He was a regular. Now they're dressed up in costume, and this guy is supposed to look orthodox. Well, you see, they are. Yeah, he's an orthodox. <laughs> That's right. They're the the nephews of our heavy. They're kind oh. of like henchmen. Oh, they're like so, to be hippies. No, it was go down in disguise and, like, find out some crap about some weakness. Oh, okay, a... now, our hero, right, the punk here, is, like, pretending that he's sexually excited by Maxine, who's, of course, Max dressed up. Max is into it. John Grise. The other girls in the crew don't seem to get jealous at all. Yeah. Well, they're just... By the way, he's not a Hasidim. He's just a hippie. Oh, yeah. No, he's just a hippie. You could tell by the hippie hat. Don't forget the time, right? I mean, the 60s was just yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it was just yesterday. In 1983. And And that was square. 
that'd be like if we dressed up as punk rockers and we went into a millennial right. video arcade. Kabam! Wow, I'm a hippie. He's pretending to be a hippie instead of video arcade. Okay, here's a joke that's an insult against uh, the Chicanos of L.A. All right. You see, they, the, the car's all tricked. It's all tricked out. The video game like a car would be. And he's playing the character of both Cheech and Chong. It's weird. Let's see. No guy with ugly chick used to play my mission. He's got a bobblehead chihuahua on top of the arcade cabinet. <laughs> Oh, so he's got a contest? I hate when you walk into the arcade and they like, come on, we're going to hit you up, battle. Well, they're not going to do a contest. We're actually not seeing a plot point. They just thought okay. they should drag this out. The joke is the machine is all tricked out. He's like, not anyone can be on this machine, senor. You know, ha ha. Oh, well, you go play Wizard of War. It's done. Yeah, that's kind of stupid, right? Wow, it's so amazing these arcades allow them to do that. See, this movie is bad as well as good. I mean, it is a B movie. It right. is big. But the thing is, it was a perfect movie for its day. All space of these dungeons. video games are real. It's there was a game like space a snapshot dungeon? at a time in which there were arcades. You know, it's... Yeah. He's going like, Mrs. Pac-Man, just like me. And now he's getting into being a girl. Uh, I never heard of the video game Space Dungeon. What's a Space which, Dungeon, Carl? Is it like a which one? It's he, the hippies behind a game called Space Dungeon. You see Dungeon? Oh, his, so like I don't know. What's a Space Dungeon? Is it like an outer space? There's a cave, and inside the cave, there's a dungeon. Is there a basement to outer space? A dungeon is is like by definition underground, right? Okay, right. So how can you be in space and be a dungeon? Uh, you yeah. can't be underground. Okay, oh, so the nerd heard the, it all. I have to let you know. The nephews just said, "Hey, I got an idea for Uncle to really love us. We'll come back here in the middle of the night and we'll steal all the games. Uh oh, and like rest the place. Oh, look at uh, this. They're out of here. That's inappropriate. Stunts. He's such a ham. Yeah. Listen He's here. Good. I saw I saw the two guys dressed in costume right. and they right. said and they're gonna come back here tonight. Well we can't let that happen. Right. So what now, can we is, do? He's not like I'm gonna call the cops. He's like, No, he's like, I have an idea. We'll this kill their the family. <laughs> yeah. I got a plan. All right. So what's okay, the now for some stupid reason, Nerd and Fatso uh-huh. are going over to Bad Guy's house. Okay. Can we, can we call him something else other than Nerd and Fatso? Like maybe like oh. Pack and Pal. Oh, we could or, uh, 2018, Mike. Okay, <laughs> let me think here. We could call them... Super Pac-Man. Uh, wait, here. Okay, Smart, let me get my glasses. Here we go. Smart Pac-Man and Fat Pac-Man. We could call them... Okay, Dorfus uh-huh. and... Oh, you're just reading their names. Okay, Leif Green. Leif Green and... So it's Dorfus and Eugene, okay? Okay. Dorfus and Eugene are breaking in. There's nothing like a good comedy. Now, they're going to go through the second story window, and that's where the the wife character is sleeping. 
and they will have a sexual encounter. <laughs> Wait a minute, they're going to go into the... The wife character. Oh my God, he's really going to fall out there, really, like, out the window. Remember Bluto? This happened to Bluto? Yeah, but he just saw this woman take her, her bra off, and then he fell off the lap. Yeah. Content. He didn't go in there and have sex with her. The thing is, the 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 mom, the wife, she's like asleep. Uh. So what they're doing with her, even though in her dream she thinks she's having sex or something, it is inappropriate. It's non-consensual. You know what I mean? The uh, woman's asleep, pills? and she's medicated, right? Is that what he's looking at? He's su- she's suffocated. What'd you say? She's medicated on pills. Oh, is she? Probably. Is, is, I'm sorry. I guess I missed that, even though I saw this film. Did pills drop? He's holding pills in his hand. See? He's a shaky shake. Yeah. So she grabs the crotch. And Dorfus is like, Eugene, you're about to get, you're going to lose your cherry. stupid. You know, Porky's came out just before this, just prior to this. Yeah, and then they couldn't wait to put out a film like this. I mean, this was like the explosion that Porky's caused with films like these. Mm. And they combined some Animal House, which was 78, but... And Porky's was also a nostalgic thing. It was like, remember when we had, were, went to school in the 60s? Yeah. Yeah. With all of its strictness. and Yeah. And then okay, the here's our henchmen nephews. Are they going to break and, in in the middle of the night? Right. So, they're, so he's, they're, he's fucking his mom in revenge. Well, the thing is, the mom is like almost molesting him because she's dreaming about having sex. Okay. Right. But at the same time, he's this guy's okay. Now you can see our bad guy is coming, the Texan. Right. So now Dorfus has to distract. Dorfus the heavy in his hand. Uh oh. Until okay. He's gonna turn the light on. And he's hiding in the closet. Well, that explains his behavior towards women. Joe Don. He looks like Glenn Campbell, man. <laughs> oh, we're not going to watch him take his shirt off? Joe Don Baker was in a movie called Mitchum, Mitchell. Right. That's, at uh, yeah. Mystery Science Theater. Uh, not only showed, but they showed it oh. as a plot point when they changed hosts from uh, Joe cool. to Michael. They played that movie. And they were particularly funny on that movie. That movie. It's a classic episode, but the movie itself is like he's a private eye and he's just repulsive. You know, his his art of seduction is bringing a six-pack in bed. <laughs> this, um, you know, when I talk to people, like, what is my show about? I say, well, do you know Your Mystery show. Science 3000? And they go, yeah. And I go, yeah, it's nothing like that. Nothing like that. They, you know how they it's write jokes like and they tell jokes for two hours? The truth is, actually, in that, I mean, that's a joke. It's nothing like that. I mean, the concept is kind of like that. But on that movie... What they do is they do a scripted show in which they... Oh, they watch it several times and they, they right. edit it so they can get their words in, in between the dialogue. They work out bits that go with, you know, jokes that go with what's going on on the screen. That's not what you do at all. No, I come in unprepared. 
true. <laughs> what I mean is, you, you've got this whole theme in which these films that you used to read about, you could never see. Now that God has given us YouTube, you can see them. And also, there's always a reason, a backstory why you pick them, you know? And these movie reviews that you told me about, that's coming. And part of it is going to be, why did you pick this one? Why did you pick that one? Yeah, I want Carl to do video reviews on our site. I have some scheduled for this week. I will, I'll be making content and we'll talk about when to, what to do. You'll, you guide me, my man. So I don't get it. Like, why can't Joe Don Baker realize there's a man in his fucking bed with his wife? Joe Don Baker is the heavy in this, but he's also supposed to be the bumbling fool. So he keeps on, you know, they keep on being able to hoodwink him and trick him. One of the video game titles that they stole was called Hustle. They put in the truck. I don't think I've ever heard of that one. Okay, what's happening here is he knows that Joe Don Baker was about to catch Eugene having sex with his wife, right? So he goes, ding dong, rings the bell to distract, and now he's making up bullshit. I don't even remember. I mean, that's the premise. I don't even remember the comedic bits he does because they're so stupid. I, I, I think he's screaming up like, you know, to signal Eugene, you should get out now, you know. She's screaming up. Yeah. Okay, it's hilarious. All right, so fine. Let me tell you something interesting then, right? This great Uncle Clark, he was screening his film, the slasher film Wacko, which you mentioned, right? right? Yeah. Okay, he's at the opening, the screening. And he notices that there's a line of kids standing in front of a video game in the lobby of the theater. Uh-oh. So he saw how excited they were. Okay, and he thought a video arcade would be the perfect, you know, location for like a new teenage sex comedy. You know, he could he could tap into a market. He could see that, and it was when he was, you know, seeing Wacko for the first time. It's pretty cool. They rented all the games from a local retail wholesaler. It's it's they're all real games. That's so crazy. See, this game is like the perfect like uh, summary of my life uh, uh, when yep. I was thirteen. Just titties and Snapshot. video games. Yeah. Um, many times you bring to me a film that's definitely lost money, and that makes it a loser. Right. Not this guy. No, this guy made they a lot of money. They spent three hundred grand. And they made almost four million. It, you know, in eighties money. Yeah, and and this is like one of three movies he made in like yeah. a, an eighteen month period. They filmed in the fall of eighty two, and one source says it was shot in three weeks, and the other source says the production took thirteen days. So I don't know what the truth is, but that's pretty quick. Either one. Right. No uh, stopping to think about plot or storyline. So they film in 82, and by the third month of, of 83, it was in the theaters. It says it was the fifth highest grossing in the first couple of weeks. It grossed three, nine, five, two, you know, almost $4 million in the U.S. alone. It's amazing, uh, this, too. this movie was a success, even though it is a B-movie. You know what's nice about this movie is that even though it's the evolution of video games, because these are the video games that were available back then. So it's yes. Defender, and, but it is in like... Uh, you know, they're of a certain vintage. They're never going to get past mm-hmm. that. So he's still crying to Jodan Baker? 
That's the thing. It's, it's not believable because it goes on for so very long. Now, now, Eugene is like, I'm out of here. Great on And there's daughter. I was so young then. Everybody, it's after two in the morning. I really don't care about your problems. But wait, wait, wait. It's about the arcade. Uh, I thought it might be. What about the video arcade? Mr. Rudder, I. It's just that. I see Eugene up there. The yeah. He's on the roof. For, for boys and, and girls to, to have a good time. Why, oh, Isn't that there? You dropped that. And it's having a good time. Which kind of means everything this guy said is bullshit. Right, so just by hanging out that long, they, they catch him. <laughs> he works here, don't you? Yes, I do. Tell him about it. I enjoy my work there very much. I, it's a wonderful place to work. It's enough, Eugene. <laughs> I love how like how the the fatso the Pluto is like obviously in his late thirties. Max, forty. Here they come with all of the video games, but as you know, they were on to them, and so they they're not going to be video games. It's going to be empty. Oh, all right, but they gotta give a big speech. Okay, boss, you're gonna be really impressed with what's inside this. Right, car. right. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, boy. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I'm rubbing my hands. I can't wait for you to open up this car. Let me see this. We were both gonna. We're both gonna be in stripes one day, you know. <laughs> They're both in stripes, huh? Yeah. And it's empty. Well, that explains why it was light driving it over here. <laughs> And they're like, don't worry, I rented it in my name, Uncle. You got right. me. So you know this is good music playing because the cassette has two bars to show you. Look, Space Dungeon. She's dancing, she's dancing to the so title screen. what's happening now is they thwarted the plans of the henchman bad guys. And so they're having a private party. And the girls are only allowed to come if they come in their pajamas. So we're having a private party in the middle of the night and all the girls are in pajamas. Cute. Half these people playing the games are just playing the title screen. Oh, that's Quix with a K Q I X. There's John again. Now the thing is, like these two shouldn't be enemies, but they are enemies. Like he's saying, "Sorry, this is a private party. You guys can't stay." But the thing is, they're like big fans of the arcade, and they right. spend a lot of money in there, and yeah. they're always exchanging pleasantries. I don't see why this guy should be such a dick to be like, you can't come in. They have a but lot anyway. in common. They both have women fawning over them, right? Yes. They can't talk without women on them. <laughs> like, I don't have any women over my shoulder when I talk. I don't have a single punkette or... Uh, you don't. You, you have two women in your life. They're not well. Yeah, but they don't. They don't fawn. They, they don't fawn. Yeah, they have to stand behind me. Uh-oh, That'd be great if I went uh, to a party with Sandy and she was like on my uh, arm, you know, her shoulder on my shoulder. Oh, tell him, Carl, you're so funny, haha. She, I've been dating her for years. <laughs> oh, so what we're watching right now is they're getting ready for a video contest. This is one of the f- right. First right. of many one-on-ones, and they have giant well, it's like, joysticks. If I win, you'll let me stay in the party. But if I lose, Lydia, Dorfus, go. So they spent a lot of money on this. Oh, see, this is a real game. 
So the thing about Stan's Hollow is that every time you shoot an alien from above, a piece of bridge shows up underneath your spaceship, and then you're supposed to move to the right and drop the piece of bridge over the fire. Tell me when I lose you. Over the fiery lava pit, and then when you have enough pieces, look at the people in the background. They're pretending to be interested. And then when you get all the pieces on your right, you can go to the second board on the right, and that is a giant demon. Torfist, stop eating your hamburger and, right. and get to the that, game. Right. That's what McGinnis is saying. Scott, the Scott brother. He's yeah. saying, Torfist, stop eating. Torfist. playing. Oh, see, Torfist has got a drink. Like, Vidiot's gone pretty far. Oh, no. Yeah. Guess who will win? So, wait, if they have a giant choice stick, where's the fire button? Uh, there is a fire button. Button. They keep pumping. Uh, I don't see it. I see the joystick, but I'm telling you, there's a. The joystick is a giant bowling ball attached to a metal pole to the ground, and that's what they're moving around in this the arena. But there's no fire button. Or maybe it's on the joystick. I. I swear to you, I remember seeing it. I don't know where it is right now. I just see the joystick, like you. Oh, Dorfus dropped a candy bar. Now he distracts him, and boom, his kitty blows up. So now all Dorfus has to do is just play and beat the score. Oh, There's the fire nice. thing. Did you see it? Oh, uh, yeah, it's on the actual knob. Yeah. It's a good piece of it. There's something funny that the internet points out, and I rewatched the scene to see. They're on a big thing like this with the joysticks in the ground, and they're playing Pac-Man. Right. And they're and they're clicking the like shooter. Remember, I like this movie because it's genuine with the video games, right? Right. But these kids who were being actors did not know the video game because there's no firing in Pac-Man. You just yeah right. move. Well, there was this time when Pac-Man had was had a gun, and he was like he. Was, that's how they became ghosts. I don't know if you know that. But Clyde... Right, he, that was he, a late, late version. They were actually human beings until Pac-Man shot them in cold blood. And then their ghost haunted Pac-Man until he ate a power pellet, and then he would eat the ghosts as a further humiliation. Yeah! Dorfus won! Dorfus won <laughs> Satan's Hollow. He's still playing, in fact. Dorfus, you can stop playing, man. Dorfus, stop playing, man. Jesus fucking Christ. Dorfus. Wow, this is a cool arcade. I'm surprised it's not it closed. I can't believe Fun and Games closed. Fun and Games is shut down. So you see that he has like a, uh, a bridge built, but there's like a piece missing. Is that weird? There you go. You got that piece in there. Yeah. That's weird. Now, Dorfus, who's playing right now, he was in a horrible car accident, and it ended his career. He was pronounced dead on the scene. Holy shit. He, did, he was brought back to life, but he stayed in the hospital two years. The surgeons had to You're do this, like, me. rebuilding his hip thing with titanium, and he had to go. You know, it was like 10 years of his life going through rehabilitation. So, by 84, his career was over. It started in 78. He was in Surf 2, remember, right. that yeah. we were talking about. He was that was 84. He then he had the car accident. So, And then he had the car accident after this movie. After Surf 2 in 84. This was 80... Yeah, two years before his life went to crap. Wow, so I wonder, what, uh, I wonder how he is. 
today he's not doing well. He's got a site on the internet for his daughter's maid to raise money for him. He has some new medical condition like diabetes and he's not doing well. It's him. You can see it's him from his eyes and everything, but right. he's got the big beard and he's not a slob. He does look thinner, believe it or not, but he's not doing well. Well, he has this look that's like it's almost a little too real. You know how they get this Hollywood slob? And yeah. uh, what's funny about him in this is that uh, he's first off, he's like 4'11". <laughs> God, that's, that's, I can't make fun of the guy knowing that he spent a decade of his life and, you know, two years in, in the hospital. He keeps finding his daughter in there. Right. Tough guy, tough guy. He's you tough guy. idiots better. Look at Joe Donnie. You wanna, don't do me any favors, you idiots. Look at his jacket suit, his suit jacket. It looks like a big top, man. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. And he has no undershirt. He's just like, fuck it, I'll unbutton a shirt, put on my jacket. He, he doesn't have a t-shirt? No. Look at that. It's all chest. Wow. He looks like, you know who that guy looks like? He looks like John Sales, the director who acts sometimes. Don't know him. John Sales. Heard John Sales. Name, actually. He's done a bunch of movies about New Jersey. He directed Madawan. Mm -hmm. uh, he was Don't in Eight it. Men Out. He was one of the uh, Black Sox. Don't know Okay, so here we go. Hello. Uh, I'm so great to have the newscast, uh, news report here. Every day, right. the, the newscasters are outside the arcade. What they did is they paid a bunch of people to pretend protest. Rudder was determined to close us down from the moment he walked into this place. The man's a driven asshole. No, no, you don't see what I mean. He was there when Alvin Lola ran out with their tops off. He thinks we're running a bordello. Bordello? Yes, you should have seen the expression on the druggist's face when I picked up these slides this morning. Look at this. What, what are you, you know, doing? You see that our nerd here, yeah. he ended up being like, um, he was a, he did... He stayed in movies with a lot of cartoons. Do you know Osmosis Jones? Yeah, sure. Osmosis Jones, the uh, Bob. He was assistant Brother. production manager. Looney Tunes back in action. Brother Bear to a kids show. Uh, he didn't have much career as an actor, but he stayed in Hollywood. So he did a lot of like animation production. Yeah, or was a part of production manager, assistant production manager. That's not too bad. And nope, it's, and it's funny bad. to have like, oh, I also started Joysticks in 1983. <laughs> right. You were in the movie, weren't you, Grandpa? Yes, I was. That's right. I played Dorfus's best friend, Eugene. That's right. You were funny, Grandpa. So I got to tell you, this director, I mean, talk about white privilege. This guy like lives a very charmed life. Graydon yeah. Clark. So he also made a movie which I would love to see. I've always heard of and read about it. It's not Warren Beatty and Shampoo. Do you know the movie Shampoo with Warren Beatty and how big yes, it was? Yes, yes. So Graydon Clark made a movie around that time called Black Shampoo. Okay. And it was about an African-American barber who had his own beauty salon. And he was basically <laughs> Warren Beatty. And the movie was called Black Shampoo. Exploitation. Yeah, it's exploitation of several ways. They exploit a movie that people know by just renaming, you know. Yes. It's amazing. 
He, I mean, I just it's, it's it makes me numb to think like they actually put it on the marquee, black shampoo. <laughs> hey, Belmont is proud to present privilege. black shampoo. Here's a newspaper ad promoting black shampoo. <laughs> so blatant, obvious. Oh, what a giveaway! So he also is an actor. Uh, he was in Satan's Sadus. He played a biker named Acid. So he's he's a, no stranger to the Hollywood B movie. Wait, you're talking about Joe Don Baker? No, I'm talking Mr. about Rutter? the director, uh, Great and Clark. Oh, 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 okay, okay. I can't believe there's like still half this movie left. Didn't they just run out of storyline? No. No, right now they're doing threats. It's the first time that they've said, I'm going to bury you. It's come down to it. But that's all Joe Don Baker does is threat. Oh, Pac-Man cuts in. Pac-Man swipes by. There's nothing (laughs) wrong with that. You don't like that? Nuke the arcade. You think it's cheap or what do you think? Well, I mean, I always, I've seen this movie a couple of times and I always thought they just used it without permission. And now that you tell me that, you know, that they were really strange. It was a Japanese company called Namco that came out with Pac. That's right, so, Namco. So Midway, think it's like, uh, think the World Fair in, uh, in Chicago. There was a Midway, right? Where mm-hmm. they had the World's Fair and then they even had a Midway airport. So here's a Chicago company that made pinball machines and they were called Midway. And um, they agreed to produce American video cabinets of Pac-Man. And not only it became a hit, but some of the American programmers, uh, Pac-Man became such a hit that like anything that looked like Pac-Man made money. So you and I played Puck-Man at the Chicken Basket in Montclair, New Jersey. Right. We we played the knockoff galores. And they were making a lot of money. So Midway said, you know what, we should make a sequel. You know, why don't we, we'll have a map and we'll change the maps and we'll have moving fruit. Is it Super Pac-Man or Mrs. Pac-Man? Ms. Pac-Man was an American creation. It was the engineers of Midway who came up with a variation of Pac-Man and showed it to Namco. And Namco said, okay, we'll release it. And they did. Well, I think they might have released it and then Namco caught up with them and said, wait a minute. Well, okay, so... When I researched this movie, it talked about Namco doing the original Pac-Man, and it said that Midway did a bunch of sequels, Super Pac-Man, Mrs. Pac-Man. Right. The thing is, I think Namco, even though they might not have liked it at first or something, like, what do you think you do? They, uh, <laughs> it was making money, and they made a partnership, and I think Yeah, well, that's the, the end, thing. They made a lot of money. They probably made more money off Ms. Pac-Man, uh, all mm-hmm. of a sudden done, than Pac-Man. So there was, there was the Pac-Man sequels, if I may. There was Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man. There was right. Professor... And Super Pac-Man is featured in this movie. Yeah. 